everybody it is january 28th 2024 i'm drew i'm tara this is america's number one chicago-based sibling sports and entertainment butthole buffoonery 69 celebrating top pod it is melon fights melon fights it is melon fights we're here oh sorry on the eve, not the eve, the night after the NFC AFC championship games. Yeah. We're we're lighting it up right after the games ended. We're going hot. So we got all the takes. They're coming in fresh. They'll be out a day later than everybody else, but they're coming up fresh because we yes. recording on Sunday nights now. We might want to think about maybe move moving popping it up Monday. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The reason I like to do it a day early is because it gives me a little time to to work on it, but um, but that's okay. We'll see. So, Tara, big takeaways from the NFC-AFC Championship. What's your first thing you want to say about the NFC-AFC Championship games? We'll get right into it. Like, What's your biggest takeaway? Um, My biggest takeaway is... Oh my gosh, I feel that Detroit really let me down. That's my biggest takeaway. I don't know. They I don't think that's the so takeaway. Hot. I think your takeaway should just be that you feel bad for Detroit. I not do. that they let you down. They I thought that was easy. I thought I I thought I lobbed a softball to you there, mm-hmm. to you there, and you didn't take it. It's like, hey, we're all feeling bad about Detroit. Except for Miranda in there. I'm rocking a Detroit blue, basically, by yeah. the way. It's a little I wrinkly. It. I don't care, but I was Detroit. so sad. They went in so mm. hard. Guns a blazing. Looked they awesome. Mm-hmm. They came out so hot. And then they just fell apart in the most Detroit Lions way. Just things yeah. happening that are mm-hmm. like wild. The inter- almost interception that bounced off his face mask into yeah. the 49ers' hands. Here's just, the thing. You can't, that, that Niners team is too dang good. To be making mental mistakes like that. Yes. They're just too much firepower. Yep. And then so and then like and then the weird plays were on their side in the second half. You can't be making the the big drops that Reynolds was oh making. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, Huge things of drops. that nature. It's just like, come on, guys. You had they could have won that game. They I definitely could have won that game. They probably should have won that game. They looked good coming out. And then their their defense just couldn't make any stops second half and it I think my big takeaway is that though. Detroit is a real team. They're a real team. Definitely that are. was a real team that could have won that game. They could be in the Super Bowl this year. I think that Detroit Lions fans should be looking at them like this. This isn't done. We're going to no, keep on coming. Not at all. I don't know I mean, what the move is. Deal. I don't know what the move is for them because I feel like they played well. Just had yep. some mental mistakes. Mm-hmm. 
And normally the coaching is, and it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was a coaching thing. It no. just kind of was like the moment got too big for him. Because they've never been in a things, situation like that before. And it's one of those things where Dan Campbell has done that all year. Yeah. And so he wasn't going to stop. And it's cheap. Done what all year? He just going for it on fourth down. Yeah. Okay. We weren't talking about that, so I wasn't sure what you were talking about. We're talking about coaching. So I'm saying it's not on like, like I think he did what he did all year. It's just it didn't work out tonight. Yeah, I don't, I can't, you can't blame the guy for going in on fourth. I thought there was one time he should have kicked the field goal. Yeah. In the end, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. I don't think. Well, it would have been tied. Well, I guess it would have been tied. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Um. So I have a, we'll get to, we'll get to this last. There's, I'll have, after we get through the two games, I have, I have a, a fixed football. Okay. It's, it's going to be my new three pointer. Like. Yeah. I really believe this. What I, like what we came up with a couple weeks ago, about go or months ago, the. It was just fun. Was fun, but this is I think needs to happen. Okay. Needs to be changed. Something needs to be changed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel bad for the Lions fans, and the Lions were should be proud of themselves. Yes. As a team, as but a franchise. I will, I will say, like, I'm not a big Shanahan fan. I don't really care for him, but I like players on that team. So I'm excited for like oh, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, like the Brock yeah. Purdy situation is really cool too. And to come back yeah. uh, the year after being hurt when they should have gone and him being like, yeah, I do belong here. They made the right choice bringing me back. He yeah. had some huge plays where he like got out of – he just slipped the um, sacks and – Slipped the sacks. He slipped the sacks. He slipped the blitzes and just ran for yards and yards. And Greg Olson made a comment like, he's not he's not athletic. And he's he said like no, 80 times. he's athletic. He's athletic. He's he just athletic. isn't tall, dude. Exactly. He just isn't big. And he just isn't as fast as Lamar Jackson. No. Or as or tall as, as, as uh, Josh, Allen. Josh Allen or even yes. other guys. He's a kind of a he, – when he was running around out there, it was kind of giving me a Steve Young vibe. Dad said he was getting a Kyler Murray vibe. Oh, because he's because he's a little shorter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Steve Young was about like five eight. Yeah. He wasn't very tall. So. And I uh, think he he played well and. Yeah. So I and I like the play some players on that team. They're they're cool. So yeah, I mean, as a Niners dislike, it was like I don't like the Niners. I grew up right. not liking the Niners. We'll get into that maybe a little bit later. Um. But, but yeah, I like McCaffrey a lot. I like Debo mm-hmm. a lot. I'm a Kittle guy. I like Kittle. His hair's awful, yep, but I like Kittle. So and Purdy, you gotta you gotta root for a guy who was the last pick, the first pick in the NFL draft versus the last pick in the NFL draft at quarterback. That was a fun little wrinkle for tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Goff played good though too. He had a couple not great passes, but in general, I thought he he played as good he as he played really well and had some receivers let him down in big spots. Unlike Patrick Mahomes, who had yeah. his receivers who've been sucking all year, like really show up in some big spots. Yeah, for sure. I think the Niners um have been this team all year. I think they're going to the Super Bowl uh kind of who they are, which is nice. Like I feel like this has been them all year. Mm-hmm. They kind of found their groove in the second half. Yep. And they're just so athletic and like talented that they do those big so plays that are weird to happen for them because they got such athletes. Yeah. So I think that the Niners are feeling good going to the Super Bowl in a couple weeks greg Olson was bugging me tonight because he was saying how christian wasn't having like his normal game i'm like he had a great game he has two freaking um touchdowns and when he needs to get a big run he breaks it and gets a first down he doesn't have a ton of rushing yards but he had like a long catch 
he got him in position and he would have had a third touchdown if he didn't have to come out because he got spiked on his yeah, head. Exactly. Uh, but no, he was, and then they said what he had. I was like, yeah, I felt like he's been great tonight. Yeah. I felt like he was consistent all night long. That's just how they use him. They just use him all over the place. The exactly. run game wasn't really running. So they got him in the passing game. He was great. He was, you and, know. I mean, freaking Debo's awesome. Just yeah, he can. Cool. He doesn't go down either, and yeah, just give De- Debo gets two weeks to get super healthy. Yeah, that team has two Ayuk weeks to get is healthy. Awesome, Tara. I know that team has two weeks to get healthy. Little rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs, who won the earlier game. A rematch yeah. from a couple years ago. Um, not a couple, even like what four years ago now? Was it two the two twenty twenty Super Bowl? Yes. Um, a little rematch of that game. Uh, a lot of the Niners are completely different team. A lot of the KC guys are there still, I'd say, though. You mm-hmm. know, really, a lot of the big-time big, big time guys. Not a lot of them, but a handful of them. But that game was a little different story. Totally different game. Yeah. Um, disappointment. Uh, Lamar didn't play the best he's ever played, but also let down by his team once again yes. because he made enough plays to win that game. Mm-hmm. You know, he has guys dropping balls, fumbling balls at and the goal line. And when that happens, you feel like you have to do a little extra, which mm-hmm. then you might not make the best decisions. And Bad, not bad running, referee calls too oh, did not help down the stretch. Calls. And I don't, I don't like to talk about that, but it's just, it was bad. There were yeah. bad no call in passing. I can't stand the no call pass interference stuff when it's so blatant and it definitely matters when yeah. it matters that much. Like, what are we doing? I mean, I get it. You want Taylor Swift at your Super Bowl. You're jacking off to the Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. Which is illegal because most of them are preteens. Like, quit yes. it. NFL, Stop quit jerking it. off to them. Pigs. I don't know, man. So that game was a little less fun to watch, but it was interesting. Yeah. It, I mean, well, at the end, it got a What was your big bit... takeaway from that game, would you say? <sighs> My biggest takeaway is the Chiefs know how to win, and when they have a lead, they know how to kind of manage that game to where they're going to keep that lead. Um, not a lot of scoring, but sure. they just do enough to win. I think Their that defense the, is good. I think that the Chiefs – yeah, the defense was good all year. Mm-hmm. I think that the Chiefs – I think my takeaway is that the Chiefs are this team that can now coast in the regular season – they don't even have to stress that much. And then look, Kelsey was had a pretty decent season, but not his best season ever. And then he was unstoppable today, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's they can coast, they just need to get to the playoffs, win that shitty division. Mm-hmm. I know they got Jim Harbaugh in it now. <laughs> we can talk about that a little bit in a second. But because there's some coaching changes we'll talk about. Uh Jim Harbaugh, or not Jim Harbaugh. I think that John. Oh, uh, yeah, John Harbaugh. I'm sorry. No, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, I thought you were going back to... No, no. Oh, yeah, John Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah, John Harbaugh's team, they didn't come to play. They were really yeah. sloppy and unprofessional in moments. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that fumble may have never even happened on that one play if Zay Jones... Zay Jones. Zay Flowers. Flowers um, you know, hadn't taunted the guy when he got up. That was really fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, I didn't, Lamar didn't play great, but he didn't really play bad either. No. There was moments where he, he was the only person keeping him in that game. The offense had no – there was no run game outside of him. Mm-mm. They could not – they were the best running team in the league all year, and they got nothing out of mm-hmm. those guys. Those guys – because those guys are actually garbage, and they need a real running back. I think they need to go get a real running back that's like – I don't even why bring in guys like uh, – what's his name? Cooks. 
Yeah. If you're not going to use him at all. Because he's a good running back. Yeah. Get Gus Edwards out of here. Come on. Gus Edwards sucks. Their running backs suck. They have terrible running backs. The fact that they are the number one rush offense is wild. It's because of Lamar. Lamar. Let's just be honest. Um, So KC, my big takeaway is KC is here to – KC is just that team right now that you have to take serious every year, Mm -hmm. just like the Patriots were for 20 years with Brady. The Kansas City Chiefs are that now. And I think we've known that. I I think we've said every time we've talked about that. But then we go, yeah, but KC, Mm -hmm. there might have been one time where – I don't think there was was ever – I think there was one time where I'm like, they aren't good. I didn't buy – and I said no. I believe I said no to that. I think I said, you don't, probably you, did. I said, don't even try it. They're KC. It doesn't matter right now. They don't care. Yeah. The regular season doesn't matter to them. They just got to get to the playoffs because then they're just better. But they got the best quarterback. They just have the best quarterback. Mahomes is amazing. He's he didn't even play that good, and he was amazing. That last throw to win the game just, like, popped over everybody. That was a great I play. I was like, gosh. Love that. KC and, and – Travis played great. The defense played amazing. So good. Defense played amazing. That Chris defense Jones is so game good. ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of dumb stuff by the Ravens. And then I just feel bad for Lamar because I don't I think do it's too. his fault again. I really just don't feel like it's his fault when I'm no. watching it. Feels like he's playing his ass off. Obviously, that pick, pick was sucked, not great. But it, it was, was a pass interference. There was definitely pass interference on it, yes. but I, I don't know that it would have mattered. I think it would have got picked. If the guy hadn't put his hands on him, I think it would have got picked anyway. I feel like I don't know why that guy pushed him. But you got to call it. You got to call something like to. that. It was so early, and then like, the, and then the referee gone up or not the referee, whatever. I don't remember what guy the, they like, have as their sky judge or like the, the guy, guy that, comes that they have. Anal- yeah, yeah, the referee analyst guy they have coming. He's like, uh, they intercepted yes. before he did it, and like, what no. fucking planet are you exactly. living on, bro? I'm like, oh my gosh. And I said to Tara, that's the world we live in. People yeah. can see reality and then just completely not. Fair I mean, that's what our that's saw. what our politics are. That's every bit of politics is that right now that is the world we live in people can see what really happens and then still say the opposite thing happened and it's fucking insane Mm -hmm. it's like what i'm looking at it he is almost pushed over already all the way and this guy still hasn't touched the ball i don't know so that was it we we got a little bit of taylor taylor was pretty excited we'll talk taylor everyone's talking taylor why can't we talk taylor even if we're not taylor 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 um, so they showed her a little bit, whatever. Did you see the thing this week where they asked Mahomes' dad, like, yeah, look, oh, you're in the same booth as uh Taylor? She's like, I get, he's like, I hope not. Yeah. And I totally get that. And like, if, if Taylor, I don't think Taylor fans were mad about it. I didn't no. hear anything about that, but he was definitely like, I like it to be quiet and chill. I'm yeah. watching my son play football. I don't, I don't need, need to be in this to... party. Yeah. Clearly, like when they showed us, it's a party in there. There's a bunch of young people that mm-hmm. are dressed fashionably and, and they're just kind of like, they're have a good time. Definitely. Which which I'm jealous of. That sounds great. That sounds like a wonderful time. Because I think they're always in Travis's yeah. box. And Mahomes' yes. dad's always in his own. He's like, I got he, Mahomes has, has his, his own, own box. Thing. And then like, Mahomes has his own box. Out with Taylor, which I'm yeah, sure and, they and so are does, like, yeah, yeah, leave. Exactly. He's, she's, of course she's going to hang out with Taylor Swift. Yeah. She gets to pretend like she's as famous as Taylor Swift. Exactly. She's not. She loves it. But she gets to pretend it. Mm-hmm. But her dad's like, I'm here to watch my son play fucking football. Yes. You can go over there. You can take my other dipshit son with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to watch football and watch uh-huh. my son be, become one of the great, you know, as big as Taylor Swift is, like Mahomes has a chance to like become one of the great quarterbacks of, of all time. I mean, he's had quite a run since he's been. Well, he's on, he's on his way to his fifth Super Bowl. Is that right? No. Fourth? <sighs> 
He won two. He lost one. Is that right? I think so. So okay, fourth. So fourth. Okay. Still, that's a lot. Yeah. He's, He's gonna not even it. 30. Is he going to win it? It's fine. Time to pick, Tara. Who's, well, do we know what we picked last week? I have no idea. I know who I picked. picked. I picked pick? the two teams that I lost. <laughs> I think I, you picked, I think you picked a, the opposite of me, maybe. I think maybe. I did. I think I might have gone Lions, or may, or Chiefs. Maybe. No. I, I think I picked the Chiefs for sure. I picked the Lions and the Ravens. Oh, Chiefs, Niners. I think I did. I said it was going to be a repeat of, I think I called the repeat of a couple years ago. I think I did. I think you're right. So there you have it. I was wrong. Don't listen to me. So who's who's winning the Super Bowl, Terry? We got two weeks. Who's the Super Bowl champion coming up? Who is the Ugh. Super Bowl champion? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I like your pick. I like your pick. I want to pick the Niners. I think that I they're explosive. I think they're explosive, but if that that defense plays like they played today and Mahomes is just Mahomes. Yes. That's what I was thinking. I was like, that defense was so good today. Stopping the run. Man. They have so many weapons. I'm gonna though. pick I'm gonna pick I'm Mahomes over Purdy any day of the week. Yeah. Here's the thing is as good as Purdy plays, I can pick Purdy over a Jared Goff. Yeah. I can't pick him over Mahomes. So I'm with you. Chiefs win the Super Bowl final. Twenty seven. 23. 27-23. I think that's Chiefs, good. Chiefs, Super Bowl champs. I like it. Okay, do you want my real take from today? Yeah. I'm going to fix football. Football needs to be fixed. Yep. We need to fix the end of football games. Okay. Tara, what, what, what have we learned over the, like, onside kicks? Dumb. Dumb. They don't exist anymore. You can't. So how do we fix that? Yeah. I don't think we can fix the onside kick. Everyone's like, oh, fourth and 25, things like that. Here's what it is, is under two minutes. So starting now, so we get to the two-minute warning. From now on, that to make the game more interesting, it's just better since you, you've gotten rid of that onside kick. You have to do something extreme, I've decided. So you have to change the play clock. The it can't be, It's not 40 seconds anymore. You drop it down to 20 seconds because then it becomes a thing. And then they can't just that. How boring was the end of that case? Obviously, this, the end of that KC game mm-hmm. could have been more fun. The Niners one might might have would also have changed. Yeah, I think you shrink it down under the last two minutes just to make it more interesting. And ever, if everyone has to do it, it's fine. But sure. the fact that you can't get an outside kick is so boring. I know. Today was about as close as it ever got, though. That Detroit I one was know. very close. If he hadn't touched that, it I think you might have fum- might have fucking fumbled it. Yeah. Honestly. And it's like so one think, of those things where it's like a a judgment call because you can't really tell. But Yeah. So I think the play clock after the two-minute warning goes down to 20 seconds. So it's not a 40-second play clock anymore. It's down to 20 seconds. What do you think of that? That could be fun, right? It's I'm down. People got to think outside the box a little. Everyone's like trying to figure like, oh, like a fourth and 15. You got to get that. And I'm like, No. Then you just have like a a, a play for that, but now it's yeah. like the str- keep the strategy in it where you can kneel it if you've really iced it. Yeah, if you get under a minute, you should be able to probably ice it out if they don't have any timeouts. If they don't have any timeouts, oh, I will say that one Lions play where they ran it and lost their last timeout was fucking stupid, ridiculously stupid. Yeah, the previous play I think would have been fine. Exactly. I don't think they should use the timeout. I think they should have. 
tried to hustle and just do the play. Yeah. They should have had a second play ready and went and done it instead of wasting that time out because that basically ended the game. And I always hate when it's like they don't have like a running back in formation, so you know mm. they're not going to run it. Yeah. It's so like, <laughs> yeah. Let's do. Let's like and that, at least. I knew for a fact they were running on that yeah. play too. I'm like, you idiots are going to yeah. run it here with this. It, it ain't it. That's exactly what Dad said. It ain't too. it. So that's my thing. That so that's how we're going to fix football's last two minutes for these games that just end with kneel downs because kneel downs suck. I know. I hate them. It's time for the play clock under two minutes, under the two minute warning to go to twenty seconds because then you're going to get a little more action, a little more what if. It'll be. It's only for that last two minutes. We need I think a it's little great. more like action. We need mm-hmm. all the games to like be And that'll help the defense on the other side too when it's like they're coming down. Like you only got twenty you gotta figure this out. Mm-hmm. You know, that I like it. So twenty second play clocks under the two minute warning makes for it just fixes that there's no more onside kick. Onside kicks are they're stupid. They don't work. They don't exist anymore. They never really did, let's be no. honest. They didn't happen that often. But now they but really now they don't, don't. Ha- they said twice this year. Out of like Almost 50 times. That's crazy. That's terrible. That's, That's boring. Stupid. Yeah. It's like, why even? Obviously, like, oh, you should have been closer then and not had to do that. I'm like, yeah, but also I want the end of the game not to be kneel downs because they're boring. Right. Especially when it's that close and it's like, oh my gosh, you really can just kneel this down? Tara. Yeah. Couple coaching changes happened this year. Yep. Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Just became. I don't think right before we we recorded last week on, there hadn't been a firing yet, right? Mm. Griffin was on. I want to say. T- oh yeah, Tuesday. Griffin, yeah, there hadn't been a coaching change. So, yet. as Milwaukee Bucks fans, we I've been, at, I've been we've been saying it probably should happen. We've been talking about it, mm-hmm. but Griffin, Adrian Griffin, did get fired from the Bucks. We're a week behind everybody else, but I don't care. We're Bucks fans. Yeah, Cream City, baby. I just want to say it. It was the right move. The guy was probably hired premature. Probably yeah. shouldn't have it. Giannis, she could take a little bit of the blame, and mm-hmm. he should just she he should just own up to. He's like, yeah, I wanted the guy, and it wasn't the right guy. Yes. But instead, he's like, I didn't know they were gonna do that. Yeah. So, right, Tara, I'm just gonna you, say it. I'm just gonna throw it out it. there. Like it's another. I, it's it's I don't another, say I don't like him. It's another but match I, I have. I love Giannis. I love Giannis. Okay. But I see moments that I'm I, that are check checking a box of like man. What's your deal? Sure. What's your fakeness? He yeah. feels fake to me. That's my thing. I don't think he's complete. I just, I get it. He wants to save face, but own up to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, he's not as bad as LeBron's shenanigans, but he's his own weird thing. Yeah. Because he thinks I mean, he's squeaky clean, but he's not. And he's you out could there. tell that one of the main reasons that he left is because Giannis wasn't about it. Mm-hmm. He... Kind of was vocal about not liking like some of the some of the way they were playing, some of the defense, some of the yeah. Well, because he had too much say in the guy getting hired when mm-hmm. Nick Nurse was the perfect coach for that team. Yeah, it would have been awesome with Nick Nurse. Nurse, Doc Rivers is a scary idea. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it'll be um. But here's the thing: there's no way it's going to be worse than Adrian Griffin. Yeah, and that's all. I'll accept that. He's better than Adrian Griffin. He might have a worse record in the second half than Adrian Griffin had in the first half of the season because the, their schedule is nuts. Mm-hmm. It's very good. But I think in the end, it's the right move. And I'm excited about the rest of the Bucks season. Dad and Trin went to a Bucks game yesterday. I asked them how it was. Nobody has responded to me. So we don't know. Did they have fun? 
they seem like way less like pumped about it than I expected them to be. Coming back or going to? When I talked to him today, like they were just were kind of like, yeah, it was cool. They got they blew the other team out. So I I know that were, I watched the game. So I, I don't every game. know. I'm the biggest Bucks fan in the family. I so I don't know game. if that was the deal. <laughs> <laughs> you can. I can't. No, I'm just saying. I'm the biggest Bucks fan yeah. in the family, and I wasn't at the Bucks game. What's that about? <laughs> You'll have to take that up with them. <laughs> I got in. I said, apparently I'm going later in the year, but I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. Um, I think they thought it was fine. I, I, I would have enjoyed it immensely. Mm-hmm. Just to see those guys. I don't know how, what their seats were like. Do you so know how close they were? They were up a little bit higher than I They had anticipated? I think so. But like they were in the first row of like the balcony. Oh. So like I thought they were that's not bad. So it wasn't terrible, but like Trin was like thinking he was gonna like be able to smell the sweat on him. Mm. Which I mean, you're not gonna get tickets for a hundred and ten dollars for that. Style no, scene. not at a Bucks game. Not against the Pelicans. No, like so a real team. I don't know. I think they. I think the Bucks been great. Welling to them. Both of them. Yeah, they both were like, "Yeah, it was cool." It like I thought they'd be like, "Yeah, it was really awesome," and have like something to say about it. But it was like I had to be like, "Oh yeah, how was that?" And it was like I haven't got a response. I actually didn't text. I thought it was a group te- text, but it was just from Trin. He hasn't responded. I asked how the game was. I said, and, and it was a blowout. Yeah. But it was also like it, the Bucks were crushing. It was kind of fun. They were hitting everything they shot. Yeah. But Giannis didn't have a huge game, and Dame didn't have a huge game. So maybe that was like. Yeah, he said it was like nothing cool historic happened, but yeah. like everybody kind of did their thing, which was kind of great. What Dad said though is, he's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe the Bucks fans don't start counting when Giannis is shooting the free throws because it." feels like 10 times longer when you're sitting in the stands. It's like, what (laughs) is going on here? Right. So. Mm -hmm. Sure. Interesting. I didn't even think about that, how mm -hmm. different it probably is there. Because on TV, they're talking, they're flashing, they're looking at other things. The other thing For half of his shit, they don't even show him. I think Trin was like a little distracted by like the in-between stuff. Because like every time someone scored like a, a three- so, like D- David Gruber hands out free, he get gives like them free shirts to hand out to people. So, <laughs> Gruber Law Office. Gruber Law. So it's like it shows a picture, I guess, of the guy who shot the three, and then it's like the Gruber Law like T-shirt giveaway, and then they like just go to different areas. Yeah, and start that's what that's out. that's so, kind of the big thing for me is like I don't know that I'd love an NBA. Totally well, love I it. Think in the because of that gr- shenanigans, but. I feel like when you're down lower, like if courtside and stuff, that would be yeah, awesome. that'd be amazing. You wouldn't be like dealing with that. You'd just be part of the game. But I think as you start to get up further, people get more like, "I want a free shirt." <laughs> Where I'd sure. be like, "I don't need a free shirt. Let's just shut up." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. I agree. Hmm. Before we move on, this is a little gift I got from Miranda. Is it a new, new A glass? It's a new A glass. She got it from. <laughs> she got it from. What's it called? Anthropology? That's mm. a place. And it matches some other stuff she got, but it's pretty dang cool old-fashioned glass. I like it. Has to be hand-washed. Like a... Pretty happy about it. Are you drinking a Caucasian? I'm drinking an old-fashioned. Oh. 
It looks like a white Russian in my what in my uh, terrible. That's too bad for you there. I know. Um, so we got a lot left to do. It's we're we almost do. a half hour, and we've only talked sports. We got three things to do. We watched a movie. We got our worst dads, and we got 1993. Yeah. Let's start with the movie. Okay, Tara. Let's. My cousin Vinny through it. But that's be, but that's giving it its due. Yes. But 1992's, my, right? 92? Yeah. My Cousin Vinny from 1992. Tara had never seen it. Blew my mind. I thought we watched it as kids all the time. I've seen it a zillion times. Trin's never seen it. That's even more insane to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Miranda and I did watch. We started it last night before we went to bed. We both seen it, so we didn't care. We watched it last night, and then we watched it again today to finish it. Um, my Cousin Vinny, Tara. How do you feel about My Cousin Vinny? I freaking loved it. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. So at first when it started, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie because it was like a mistaken identity fish out of water trope, like both of those tropes, which are my least favorite because they make me so uncomfortable. But it was like a funny comedy. So I knew everything was going to be all right. Once, once, once Pesci and, um, uh, Marissa Tomei shows up, the movie changes completely. Yes. A, a masterpiece in my opinion. Yes. But. The second they roll into town. The second they roll into town, the movie twists. Yes. Turns into a different movie and it becomes amazing in my yeah. opinion. So it did win an Oscar. You it know did? this, right? Who won Marissa it? Tomei won for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, great call. She was we'll awesome. Talk to, well, we can talk about it at the end though. So yeah, My Cousin Vinny, if you don't know, 1992, two Boys from New York City, from Queens? Were they from Queens or Brooklyn? Brooklyn, I think. I don't know. Doesn't matter. They get, they go to a gas, they're on their way across the country, get pulled over after, they go to a gas station, get a bunch of food, accidentally steal a thing of tuna fish. Tuna fish. And they think that's what, and then they get pulled over down the road thinking it's that. And then they actually accuse of murdering the uh, store clerk. The store clerk from the gas station they were just in, which, we know they didn't. Yes. Do we know? I they guess didn't we do. know that. We definitely know that. Um, so you'd never seen it, so I didn't really know how you felt. Didn't didn't you didn't know really know that? So what was going to happen in it? Yeah. Did you? Did no. you know that's what happened? No. And then they have the really they have the scene where they're talking. It's like oh, they're just like it's not a big deal. And yeah. The sheriffs are getting pissed at him because they think they're admitting to murder. And they um, are just talking about stealing some tuna. Stealing a can of tuna. So. And the one guy's like, I, I didn't do it. And then they were like, well, you're an accessory to it. So <laughs> right. he's like, of stealing a tuna? Yeah. And then the, and then he figures out what – and then he's like, I killed the clerk? Right. I killed the clerk. <laughs> it was clerk. good. So anyway, yeah, it's Daniel's son. Daniel's son. Daniel's son. Ralph Macchio is the is the nephew mm-hmm. of, my, of Mr. No, the cousin. Oh, that's right. Cousin. Duh. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of Vinny Gambini. So anyway, Tara. That gets us to them showing up. We can go from there. Yeah. It's just a a, a really fun movie. After that, it's really, it's just a Joe, Pe- Joe Pesci, Marissa Tomei, two just like stereotypical like Jersey, like Brooklyn, New Yorkers, New Yorkers. and Alabama. Yeah. And just completely out of water, but like super charming and just yeah. kind of getting, but like, but, and then really fun. Yeah, How they you, roll the, into town and their outfits are just Yeah, they look ridiculous. like it looks like sometimes when we roll into town with Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> when we roll into like Cassville with Trin rocking his like jean like leather gear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He looks cool as hell, but people in Cassville are like not used to it. 
Yeah. And Marissa Tomei had the coolest sunglasses that I'm like, mm. I need to mm. find a pair of sunglasses like that. Marissa Tomei is so dang cute in that She's movie. She's so cute. She's such a babe in it. Um. So do you want to just like, I don't know. It's hard to like, this one's like, we don't got to go scene by scene. No. So maybe we should just do the categories this time because I just we think we could just like talk a little about the categories and some of the characters. Like Vinny's awesome, yeah. just because yeah. he he's a lawyer, but is he a lawyer? Did he ever pass the bar? Like I'm a little bit yeah, confused six... on that. Yeah. Like... yeah, I don't know. He hasn't ever. He's I never think he won is. A I think case. he's. I think he's. Um. Yeah, because I think he's like a. He's like injury an injury lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Which is what you get from it. And then he's like, because he sees a guy with the neck, the neck brace, brace and he's and trying he's to like, figure out like. How'd you get her? How he can... <laughs> so I think he's that, but he's never done any sort of trial. He's yeah, never done he's trial. Like not a trial lawyer. Law. So, um, which is so good. It's so good. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yeah. What's, let's just go category by category sure. and we'll kind of think. And if we don't, and we miss stuff that we want to talk about, we'll bring it up. So yeah. what's the first category? Favorite character. So who's your favorite character? I think I, we can talk about that right now. <laughs> It's so hard because Vinny and Mona Lisa are like the mm-hmm. b- best. But like if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. they're just almost like a tandem because they work so sure. well off each other. I totally get that. I totally get that. Here's what I here's what I said to Miranda. Uh, the whole movie, like Marissa Tomei is like a nice little spice, a little flavor. Yeah. And Pesci's really just crushing the whole movie. But then you get to that last scene. Yes. In the courtroom where yes. she's on the stand. And I think she completely steals the movie away from him. Uh-huh. And it becomes Marissa Tomei is the best part of the movie yes. at that point. Because it's just like, she's so good in that scene. As well, good as Pesci is in that scene as well. Oh, yeah. They're so Well, that's the thing because it's like Pesci will be like studying about something and just like not getting it. And then she all or like and then she all of a sudden brings something up like, well, he has to show you that, you dummy. Like, you need to be... <laughs> Like, privy to everything. You should be seeing all of his files. Like, that's not a big deal yeah. that he gave you his files type of thing because she's been I'm, reading, too. I'm not against not making you – I'm not against having you say they're just a duo and then you accept them as a duo. Is that what you want? Or do you want to pick one of them? Oh, they're both so good. I don't – because they are a duo, but they're not a duo. I'm going to pick – are. I know. Everything they do is, like, I know, together. Because- even like when she was like trying to like be a pool shark and get money from people, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah. this guy like screwed me over." Then he went and was like, well, was "We got to get your money." That's a fun running, a it's fun so running funny. bit. They're a great couple. Yeah, uh, he's like <laughs> he's like uh, fifty years old in it, and she's like twenty eight, maybe. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I'm gonna say that they're both. Uh, they're I I accept duo. it. I have no problem with it. We might be later. There's an option where that you may have to pick one of them. But yes. go ahead. My least favorite character is the judge. Mm, that's crazy. I get you though. I get you because he's just such a shit. I mean, he is my least favorite character, but he creates like great moments for the story. But he's I still real, am like, he's he a, a real shit. asshole. He's a real asshole. Yeah. Not giving Pesci a real chance. Exactly because of who he is. Always like yeah. doesn't like what he's wearing. Is like judging him for like little things and like putting him in contempt of court for his outfits and yeah. So it's the judge. Yeah, the judge is bad. I the only other option I thought was maybe um, 
maybe Stan Rothstein, the friend, Ralph Macchio's friend. Sure. He kind of sucks. Yeah, he does. Like, he's like he's always he like little... doesn't have any faith in no. in uh, Vinny oh right gosh. away. But I guess his life is on the line. It's yeah. hard to say. Well, especially since the one guy just got um, put to death by the death penalty. Yeah, it's a fun movie. <laughs> How about the scene when Vinny first shows up and he thinks he's there to rape him? Yeah, he's like... <laughs> it's like what a wild scene. I know. He's like Ugh. like. I know rape isn't funny ever, but that scene's pretty funny. It's really funny. <laughs> and Macho's just sleeping through it. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like really playful scene. Yes. It's not really a It's like. No. It's a prison rape scene, which is uh, is different. <laughs> <laughs> which is appropriate because of those criminals. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what's your uh, next? So the next one is iconic scene. I don't know if you want to talk sure. about it already. Yeah, let's okay. do it. It doesn't matter. So the iconic scene is when Mona Lisa takes the stand. Yeah, at Absolutely. the trial. Mm-hmm. It's what one of the Academy Awards. Yeah, it's freaking amazing. But like he's like you said, he's so great in that part too because he knows that she's gonna kill it because he knows how much she knows. Right. He's about like he's almost got like a little co- bone. He's yeah. almost like he's like almost like co- he's so cocky about it oh, cuz he yeah. knows what he has, what she is. And then they and both like get on the same page and they're like basically just like I fucking each other and saying things <laughs> like yeah. getting really into it. Yeah, they're like it. fucking each other yeah. in the moment. I feel like they banged in real life because of that movie. Yeah. This movie. I feel like they were horny for each other for real. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't blame her. Obviously, I'm not going to blame him, but I wouldn't blame her for getting on that pesky, <laughs> pesky hog. <Ew. laughs> Why? He's cute. How about when he comes rolling in in that fucking... The suit, the brown suit? The, yeah, like the, the tuxedo yeah. <laughs> from like a mariachi band. Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, back to that scene. The scene is so good. Yeah. So... Because you're you're right. The, te- the sexual like chemistry between the two of them, and they're like just playing off each other. And everyone else is just kind of watching it happen. Yeah. Like, no one else is really involved in the scene. They're all there, and there's all kind of just watching in awe as 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 they're figuring it out. Because basically, they th- like, it's coming down to where uh, an expert is like, it had to have been this car. Yeah. If it wasn't this car that was involved in the shooting, like, it's impossible that there would be two identical cars pretty much so putting a lot of doubt on what was going on so vin's just like man i don't know how to fix this like and then he sees a photo that mona lisa took a picture of and it was of the tire tracks and i mean mean, basically they had makeup sex because they have a fight right before that at lunch and they basically have makeup sex in front of everybody. They don't have sex, but the yeah. sexual like it's it's basically what that was, right? Because she like, I feel like did that's not, how they played it. She did not fucking care that these guys' lives were on the line. She knew that like they were drowning and they might have gotten like stuck with the murder. Yeah, and she was like, "I don't fucking care. I'm not helping you with this." Like, no. What she did, she did. She was just putting. She was just being exactly. a little bitch. Exactly. She was. She, already, was, she was on the. She was on the. She was first of all there. Right. It, when she he goes out, she's there, so she's not that pissed. No, she's that's what court. I'm saying. It was like this yeah. whole little thing that they were bit, doing yeah. with each other. Oh, yeah, this yeah. little like bit where it's like, no, I'm not helping you. Nope. Right. And then she's like, oh, now I understand why you really want me on the stand. Yeah. But she'd already made the phone call. Mm-hmm. That's who she's on the phone with probably while 
when he comes out to grab her yep. and she's on the on the uh, payphone. Um, yeah, it's a great scene, and she won again that, the best supporting actress for that that role, and I think it was a good win. I don't know what else was up that year, but she deserved it. I feel like. Next, please. My favorite scene, really, anytime the trial started, it was so good because mm. that's when, uh, that's when Vinny kind of grew his legs and was like, "Yeah, I I can do this. I'm an attorney." Like, yeah. I, once the actual, once it got into like him having to, re, re, like, examine the witnesses and talk and like, which he knew, like he even said that because when they were at like the first like hearing to see if they were going to go on trial. He's like, well, duh, you're going to go on trial. But when you're on trial, that's where I'm going to shine like a star and like get you out of this. Yeah. And he, and it's funny. He was like learning stuff all the time. He didn't remembering grits from just Mm -hmm. getting breakfast. He's always paying attention, you know, like don't judge a book by its cover cover kind of guy, like at its finest where it's just like this guy. And then I Um, love how, but at the trial, the one guy did the opening, the, prosecutor did his opening statement and then he's like whatever he said is bullshit <laughs> and then uh the friends lo- the friend ended up getting another lawyer because he didn't believe in Vinny. Oh and God. the friend goes up or the friend's lawyer goes up and he starts stuttering through is that me is that the terror scene because <laughs> that was hard so to watch uncomfortable. that was so hard to watch just uh-huh. like like i don't know if they'd get away with doing that still this day and age for some reason but it was really fun well i just love how then he sits back and down and he goes i get a little nervous <laughs> <laughs> he's like what was that he's like i get a little nervous i'm getting better <laughs> that was really yeah he was really good uh in that scene i um, also liked when um the goon finally gets the 200 dollars because they yeah. made the bet like well if you don't give her 200 dollars like mm-hmm we're going to fight type of thing. So it was getting, he was trying to get the $200 so they could then fight. And when the goon finally got it, Vin just like jump punches him and knocks like him out. Body, and, like body blocks yeah, him. Yeah, it's like he didn't have time for it. And he just quickly. Yeah, it's like, fine, fuck fi- it. And he took it and just kept And then going. he like grabbed the I money I like the ran. previous time where he shows up with the money. And <laughs> yeah. like, how do I know that's 200 bucks? How do I know? It's not just, just a, a bunch 20. of ones in there. He's yeah. like, ah, shit. And he walks away. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good like little mini side story for no, for no reason. It's kind of like um, a, a kind of like Adam Sandler side story for sure. Uh, but yeah. Oh, there's one more favorite part that I had oh, when okay. Vin um, gets held in contempt again and has to go back to the uh, prison, and he's like, "Hey, don't." Oh, don't, to, uh, don't bail me out. Don't bail me out. Maybe I'll get a good night's sleep since every place they live, there's something that. Yeah, the, the running joke that he couldn't get any sleep yeah. was really a good. Was a nice little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second uh, one was like the slaughterhouse. The <laughs> like slaughterhouse. The just <laughs> the, the owl that's just screeching yeah. and scares the shit out of him uh-huh. when they're out of the cabin. Uh, but what do you got next? The sexy scene. I didn't think anything was sexy. Mm-mm. Incorrect. Anytime Marissa told me it was on oh, screen, yeah. it's just sex. Like her bodysuit, the where she just wore the bodysuit on the port, and then they have that fight, and she does the stomp on her foot, like yeah. about her biological clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's next? Hero. Who's the hero? <sighs> Who's the hero? You're not allowed to think for this long. I think 
I said Vin yeah. and I said Vin and Mona Lisa. <laughs> oh, you gotta pick one. I'll pick one. And this I'm gonna make you pick one. I'm gonna pick uh, Vin. Because he realized the tire tracks and he knew he even knew that they weren't right. So he knew, but he knew that she had the credibility. I so agree. that is why. Vinny is the hero. Marissa Tomei is his weapon. Yes. Is his superpower. Yes. Like she, he is the hero, but the, his superpower is having her like on his side. Yes. Oh, that's what I'll say. She's the superpower. Like she's the extra something that makes him super than just some regular dude that knows some things. So I agree. I think Vinny is the the hero in Mercitomi is like his superpower. Do you accept that? I do. Nice. The villain's weird because it's like there really wasn't like a crazy villain in this. It's more like the prison system. (laughs) (laughs) The system? Well, I mean. The system, but like how it so easily they could have gotten. Sure. Like, yeah, I thought about that too. That like it's the system is the, is the, is the enemy of it all. Is the villain, but I think you might be onto something with the judge. I have the judge as the because he. There's a chance that he, if he, if it didn't go his, you know, he might have just shut it all down, and none of that would have mattered because if it wasn't done the way he wanted it done, that's the problem. Is these judges yes. have all this power, and he had all the power, and if he wanted to dismiss any of it, he could. Right. So, I think the judge is the villain. That's my pick. Yeah. Judge Chamberlain. Because it wasn't the sheriff, because he was like, wait, why why do you want me to look this up? Like, because he wanted to make sure the right people were getting caught. So yeah, he, he didn't went, really, he didn't have, like, the reason he thought is because he thought they were admitting to it. Yeah. He saw a dead person, like, it's a small town and a guy yeah. was shot. Yeah. And two strangers were in town. Mm-hmm. And two other strangers from it that weren't from town also did it. Like, I'm, I can't even blame people for thinking it. Yeah. But the judge was like, the way he was a stickler and wouldn't give Joe Pesci a chance. It's the system. Let's be honest. Yes. It's the system. Like the laws have to be followed a certain way. Like what if like, why? Right. Why? Like I get certain things, but certain like procedures like shouldn't have to be important. Mm-mm. If that makes any sense. And then the message I said, don't assume you know what you're being pulled over for. Get the whole story before admitting. <laughs> lawyer, I think the message is get a lawyer. Get a lawyer always. Yes, if they, not for like a ticket, like if this pull you over, but if like they're taking you in, yeah, be like I need a lawyer because I, I, I don't know why I'm why here. I'm here and what you're gonna do. I learned that about anything I watch. Just everything I learn is like you just say lawyer right away. Yeah. I need a lawyer because I don't know what this is. Yep, and I don't want to say the wrong thing and get in trouble for something I don't know nothing about. I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. What's your next question? The rating system. Oh, that's it? You're the rating already? Yeah. No, where there's no Tara moment? Oh. Come on. I didn't think there really was a Tara moment. Really? Because um, it's too fun. Because it's so funny? Yeah. I think the, the okay, the Tara moment what, was at the very about? beginning when I was like, oh my God, they're being, because like I said, I don't like mistaken identity shit. And I was like- they're gonna get 
in trouble. And I'm like, no, this maybe is ridiculous. Early trial before he figures it starts like kicking butt. He's just kind of doing a terrible job. That maybe could be your terror moment. But I mean, you know, he's going to get it yeah. together. Otherwise, the movie doesn't make any sense. Well, I thought maybe the stutter moment would get to you, too. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like the grits. The grits oh scene gosh. is my... I think when he talks to... I think we'll have breakfast. Because it has, like, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Oh, <laughs> no, no. We'll I mean, breakfast. when in the, the trial oh. where he's talking about how he's like, oh, I guess your grits. I'm spo- we're supposed yeah. to believe your grits cook faster on your stovetop uh-huh. than any other oven. And then everybody in the, in the jury <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. is like, oh. Oh, yeah. All the gotcha. things. I loved every time he was like cross-examining someone it was awesome yeah. like the yeah, old lady funny. with the glasses <laughs> yeah she's like maybe so nice i should get her. some new glasses yeah she was great i actually liked her a lot mm-hmm. what do we got for your tea i rate s- that thing i rated it three contempts of court and a full night's sleep three contempts of court and a full night's sweep yeah sleep sometimes i really don't know what your ratings even mean. i know I do <laughs> that's too. not even positive you liked it, so like, come up with something positive. Um, how about Miranda said something maybe about the perfect grits? Grits cooked for for fifteen to twenty minutes, coming out perfecto. What about? I don't know. Um, how about four? How about five consignment shop suits, tuxedos? Because he looked good. It was so funny. <laughs> he looked good. I'm going to rate it like an awesome pair of sunglasses that I mm, loved struggle. so much that I went out and actually bought a pair of sunglasses trying to get those. <laughs> you bought them? I bought a new pair of sunglasses because I wanted Christ. those sunglasses that I I got kind of close, but not really. Mm. Mm. I'm going to rate it. Um, You've already rated it. No, you I didn't. It. I'm going to na- rate it. I don't know why you haven't figured out yet. You should come in with a good rating. I'm, I'm going to rate it a cross-country a cross country drive in a, in a convertible with the top down. That's good. No. Yeah. Why is it that? You should probably rate it like a, uh, when I'm you first try. I'm going to rate it a... Tuna can, a tuna fish tuna can in your pocket. <laughs> this is a tuna fish can in your pocket, baby. I like that. Tuna fish can I don't hate in that. your pocket. My cousin Vinny, she good. liked it, but her rating doesn't really tell you My how much My rating is it. five out of five. Five out of five. Five out of five Vinnies. Five out of five Vinnies. Five out of five cousin Vinnies. Five inches of cousin Vinny. <laughs> I don't know. Five foot two of cousin Vinny. My rating is five foot two, five the foot height two. of cousin Vinny. How about that? Good. Uh all right, Tara. What do you want to do next? You want to save the bad do- movie dads for last? Sure. All right, 1993. The year was 1993. That's all I got for you. All right. <laughs> I normally have like, the president was Bill Clinton. Now you just say who the president is around. And some of these things were happening. Tara, what are your top five favorite things of 1993? 1993 was fucking stacked. It was. Stacked. We're getting to that point where there's so many things, it's hard to pick. But I will say I'm getting less and less people that are born that year that I, I give know. a fuck about. There's a bunch of people that born that year that I know, but none of them are like changed my life. Yep. 
So Tara, what's your number five thing from 1993? My number five thing from 1993 is Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. That shaped my childhood. I freaking mm-hmm. loved them. They were super cool. Um, people thought they were going to be worth money someday, so they didn't. They would like get them and just sit them on their like in glass cases, and I mm-hmm. was that girl that played with them, threw them around, ripped the tags yeah. off. <laughs> like, yeah, it was my toy. Gotcha. Well, here's the thing. I didn't have any Beanie Babies, but I do remember the Beanie Baby craze. Mm -hmm. I'd look at Beanie Babies. I was like, oh, because there was like a whole thing where like someone would make you rich even then. And I didn't understand that. But I'd be like looking like, like, am I going to get lucky? I didn't know anything about them. (laughs) Like, oh, let's find that Beanie Baby everyone wants. I'll have it. I'll sell it. But I never bought a Beanie Baby in my life. So. And then McDonald's had like the Beanie Babies. Beanie Baby Minis. They still do Beanie Babies, right? I don't know. I I don't think they do Beanie Babies. I think they're just they still have tie. like tie. Yeah, like them at Walgreens yeah. and shit. So, my number five thing from 1995. Do you think there's gonna be an auto in 95? Mm, my number one could be. My number five thing from 1995 is the Dallas Cowboys winning the Super Bowl in 19. 19- I said, keep saying 1995. What the fuck is wrong with me? My number five thing from 1993 is the Dallas Cowboys winning their first Super Bowl in 15 years against the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. And do you know what the final score of that game was, Tara? Combined? 69 points. Oh. What? <laughs> the Cowboys won 52 to 17. Ooh, that was a total crushing. of 69 points. Yeah, they fucked them up. They, they said, hey, Buffalo, welcome to the jungle, baby. Knees, knees. That's what happened knees. in the 1993 Super Bowl from the 92 season, 93 Super Bowl. That 92, 92 Cowboys winning the 93 Super Bowl team would have crushed any team in the NFL today. They were amazing. I have a funny 69 thing, but I, I don't know if I can share it on here. I might have to do it offline. All right, well, um, so my other thing about that, that was like, that's like my first really big sports memory. It was awesome. That's like the first, that's why I'm a cowboy fan to this day, because I was a little boy in 1993. It's a seven-year-old boy. Might even only been six. I don't know. I think it was seven. Yeah. But I remember, remember that. It's like one of my early memories the 95 one, I obviously, I remember a little bit more, but I remember watching it. I don't know if that, I think that's the one we watched with, no, 93. We were watching it in our basement with our dad, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was having a good time. I think it was that one. But the 92, or the 93 Super Bowl, it was a great, uh, a great time. It was. My number four. Tara's number four, 1993 thing. So, I am picking Conan O'Brien. As Conan O'Brien, a person, because that's the first time. Like I know he was a writer and stuff, but that's when he came yeah, to our. TVs, you didn't know. You didn't know that. And he is freaking amazing. He yeah. is by far my favorite. Well, Johnny Carson is just different, but outside of the classic, Conan O'Brien is just. Don't, Tara, how many times have you watched Johnny Carson? I used show? to watch old episodes of Johnny Carson. But how many times do you think you've seen Conan? A lot more. Don't even act like. Johnny's better than Conan in your mind. He's different. He's like a classic guy. Conan, here's what I'll say is Johnny stood the test of time yeah. maybe a little better. 
But Conan, yes, his show did start in 1993. I have it on my honorable mentions. It did not make my top five All right. list. What's your number four? So it was hard for me. Um, my number four was the album Siamese Dream by uh, Smashing Pumpkins. So there's a lot to that. I really love the album now. I got it up on my wall behind me. 1993, Siamese Dream, Smashing Pumpkins. It was given to me as a gift I, it for that Christmas by our brother Trinity. And I didn't really get to enjoy it because it became his pretty quickly, I believe. <laughs> but it was really, I didn't really even listen to it anyway because I was a little kid and it wasn't really for me. Yeah. Like I didn't get it. I was very young. I and he, it. I had gotten a CD player that year. Um so I did not get I didn't really get it then, but I love the album now. I love Siamese Dream. Um it's up on my like I said, it's up on my wall behind me there. It's an amazing album by Smashing Pumpkins. But there was that album and there was another album that came out in 1993. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> so uh are you, you have more? No, go ahead. What's your number three 1993 thing? My number three is the song Who Am I by Snoop Dogg. I oh, feel wow. like that was like. I didn't know you loved this I feel song. like it was one of like the first like rap songs. How's it go? Snoop Doggy Dogg. I just want to make sure you knew how it going. I don't know. And it's one of the first like rap songs that I remember hearing yeah. and then loving and still to this day it's used in things because it's just a awesome song sure snoop no, snoop's still here don't. somehow snoop is the the rapper from that era that is still very much in our lives yes. i'm struggling why i love snoop dog that is a great song uh Doggy Style Doggy is a great style. album. Tara, I'm really struggling. My number three thing, I'm going to go with, there's just so much good stuff. I'll tell you what it's not. It's not Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, born in 1993. <laughs> not on my list of things favorited from 1993. Not Dak Prescott. I'm surprised by that. I thought you loved it. You are? It. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was your favorite. Um, no, he didn't make my list. Oh, okay. Didn't make my list. Honorable mention? The amount mention? of movies. Honorable mention? Yeah. Honorably, I'm mentioning that he sucks dick. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my number, I'm going to say my number three thing from 1993 is the Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Power Rangers. The Power Rangers was amazing. It overtook the world. It was, Tara, it was so big. It was so big. How big. The Power Rangers were so big. You'd get home from school <sighs> and you would look forward to the Power Rangers coming on. You couldn't wait for the Power Rangers to come on. Girls like the Power Rangers. Everybody Boys like the Power Rangers. Everybody loved the Power Rangers. Everybody wanted Red to Ranger, be a Power Pink Ranger. Ranger. Everybody Yellow wanted Ranger, to do a Power Black Ranger. Ranger. It was Blue just Ranger. like the awesome Green thing Ranger ever. into the White a Ranger. A super diverse cast too. Yeah, yeah. And they turned on little boys and little girls. Worldwide. Their sexy little cast. Mm -hmm. It was every awesome. boy wanted Kimberly and every girl wanted Tommy. 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 Okay. And Tommy. then it was just like so fun when they because so first there would be like for the, first there would be a little fight and then all of a sudden little fight they it would she would and then have all no the, then it stop yes they'd stop right it would stop. and then they'd come and then they'd come back again and have another but, little fight 
And then what would happen? But then it would become like full force. They'd grow. And they'd grow she, because she, she'd make like, a goddamn monster grow. So and then they'd have to fight the Zord. The Zord. And they would have to like turn into like one full big power. It was ranger. so good. Man, and the power ranger was like, so good. In their own little. It was phenomenal. Things. Steering it Kara, and driving it. it was oh, phenomenal. I should have put that on my list. How is it not on your list? I don't know, Drew. Idiot. I didn't put any TV shows on it like a big old dunce. What? I know. That's crazy. That's insane to me. I know. Because um, there's some goodies. What's your number two? My number two. 1993 thing. Tara's number two 1993 thing. Is the movie Son-in-Law. The movie Son-in-Law made your top five things from 1993. That's fucking bonkers. Why? It's on my... Don't don't get me wrong. It's on my honorable mentions. Oh my it's gosh. It's on top of my honorable It is mentions. like maybe one of my most favorite movies from that time. I was a okay. big Polly Shore girl. I don't know if you know we all we, uh, we both were Polly Shores. I was Shores. a huge Polly Shore. Do you think you were in... Do you think sexually you were into Polly no, Shore? Not at all. Right? No. But were women? Uh, no. No. No, no, no. Um... No. Maybe an in the army because he got like a little bit buff. I don't know. <laughs> if you have to bang Tara, would you rather? Okay. Uh Pauly Shore, David Spade. They're both in your room right now. Oh God. And the only way out is if one of them gets to lick your butt. <laughs> <laughs> what a pick. terrible pick. Pick. Tick. I'm gonna pick Pauly Shore. David Spade. Oh, Polly Shore? David Spade. David Spade has dated Shore. much hotter women. I'm going to pick Polly Shore. Just That's I, wild to me because he's a little troll man. But I think it would, he could make things funnier. <laughs> like, I'm licking your butthole. <laughs> David Spade has dated like some very hot women. I know, but that's because he's friends with Adam Sandler and they're just trying to get to Adam. <laughs> you just want fucking Polly Shore behind you go, wheezing the, the juice. He's like the wheezing <laughs> Weezing the this. juice. We should do a little Polly Shore. <laughs> we should do a little event where it's a Polly Shore marathon, and we do three Polly Shore movies: it's Son-in-Law, Encino Man, and Biodome. What do we think? I'm trying to decide if I want those to be. No, the that's three. the three. That's the three. Okay. That's the three that we loved the most. I don't know. I liked. I would, I, Biodome is definitely on it, but I don't know if Encino Man is. Tara, he's that's where he's like. That's the only like actually good movie he's in. Like Encino Man's great. Okay, we'll I watch all of them. Man. What What are you gonna pick and said jury duty in the army? I now those two movies suck. Dong. No, the they're army not good. Now. They're not good. I Encino Man's better. I promise. He's not in it as much, but as a whole, it's a good movie. Yeah. You clo- you close it out with Encino Man because everyone's like, I can't do any more Pauly Shore. <laughs> so they get a little. Ins- Brett and Fa- Fraser right killing it in Encino Man. I mean, okay. Son in Law is so good. I freaking loved it. I'm surprised that you're surprised. I'm surprised it made your list. They're just some bigger ones I thought that would make your list. Okay. Huge ones that I'm looking at here. Okay. Huge ones. I'm I'm confused, actually. But they aren't the ones that I love the most. Yes, they are. I've never heard you talk about... I know we love some of them. I love some of them. my number two thing from 1993. Stephen Tyler PJs. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. My number two thing from 1993. It's in this bag. Rocky with Coco's? (laughs) <laughs> Rocky Rococo's Pepsi Max Pepsi Max 
stupidly now called Pepsi Zero Sugar. So Pepsi Max came out in 1993 in European and Asian countries. America said, fuck you, we don't want it. They didn't bring it here till 2007, but it was invented and put out into the world in 1993. I have not had one. Tara, I have not had one since like, I want to say October. Oh, God. Maybe it's not going to taste very good. Oh, no, that's the thing is it'll taste really bad when you have like a soda. That's like a diet soda, and you haven't had one in a while. They yeah. taste really chemically and weird. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink All it right. for the Tell for the for the gram. Yep. Yeah. That first drink's always like after you haven't had it for a while. I can't. I should maybe I should just stop yeah. there. Yeah. So I can stop there. So you can keep on. going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it still tastes bad. Okay. We're good. All right. I don't love it anymore. Good. But you but had a very long run with I do it. love it. I do love Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max Pepsi Max is great. The ginseng. Um, ginseng gone. Put the ginseng back. Put the ginseng back, and then we'll talk Pepsi Max. Then we can talk. But uh, it did have a control of my life for about five years, I feel like. Yes, that was. Pepsi Max. And um, it was awesome. And I loved it. And I didn't even know how much I loved it. I probably didn't start drinking it until like 2000 and we were at our, our, our second house. Cause I started drinking the tall ones that had the, remember the oh, tall, it the used to come in like a tall one, ones. almost like a, the tall cherry ones. We get mm-hmm. them at the Seven Eleven right next door to us. Yep. So I probably started drinking them in like 2000 and we'll say 15, you know, mm-hmm. they were so yeah. good. They were the best. So yeah, Pepsi max, um, they taste it's not tasting that good right now. No. Tara, what's your number one thing from 1993? I, I feel like it could be the same as you. And I'm going to just say this. Yes, my number one thing is also... Jur- so mine's actually... A, mine's not just Jurassic Park, oh, Tara. what is it? It's the Jurassic Park slash Jurassic Park soundtrack. Sure, yes. Like, the, they, the other CD I got that same Christmas, other than Siamese Dream, which became not mine, <laughs> Jurassic Park soundtrack was definitely mine. Yep. And I listened to it every goddamn night going to sleep. It's so good. It put me to sleep for years, and let, except for it got to that second song. It was a little scary. <laughs> So I'd skip it, and then I'd go to sleep. But yeah, my boombox played that a lot. Yeah, Jurassic Park, man. But Jurassic Park, the movie, was also pretty sick. It just like... Is it an auto? I That's the one that I thought could be an auto, <sighs> just because it's so good. And The it first one is amazing. Up. I love the first one. And we saw it in the theater. And I could watch it a million more times. Like, Yeah, I love it every I time it. I watch it. And Dad, and get, when he got his surround you know, sound, like that's yeah. one that we would always yeah. watch, especially oh, yeah. when the... I still, it's, it's still a go-to movie for me t- when I want to test this. If a movie's sound and picture is good, I put mm-hmm. on Jurassic Park. I wonder if Dad's watched that with his new sound system. Speaking of, if you want to go see a movie that has a vibe like that, you're like, man, I went and saw Godzilla Minus One. Mm. On Friday, but they re-put it in the... Th- I didn't see it originally. It's in color, but they put it in black and white. And I went and saw it in black and white by myself at a matinee on Friday. And Tara, it was so good. It was so dang good. I think you should go see it. If you can see it in black and white when while did it's still it, there. When was it originally like released? A couple months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a new movie. It's really cool. 
it's it looks like came, like I re- came back and like man I I didn't realize I bought it in black and white. I didn't know they're doing it in black and white. I went and I like, oh this is black and white. What the hell? I looked at my ticket. Was like it was Godzilla minus one minus colors what they called it. And I, when Catchy. I got home, I played the I played the trailer for Miranda just to show her. I'm like this was I showed her the original trailer. It looked okay, but it was cool. I was excited about it. But then I played the black and white. I was like that looked just cool it yeah. looked it's just something about it is like sty- it made it the stylizing of it more unique it was really cool so back to jurassic park same sort of vibe where it's like had this like fakeness to it and realness at somehow at the same time mm-hmm. like it really worked for me and it was scary too yeah i know a fun. lot of shitty movies have come after it yeah but the first one is amazing it's, like, so it's funny it's in, it's suspenseful it's like wonder it's heartwarming and ama- amazement it's so dang good it's and introduced uh, an entire generation to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I don't know who Jeff Goldblum was before that movie. I didn't either. And s- I didn't see The Fly. No, except for the part where he goes, mm, "What does he say? Okay. Help me! Help me!" The Fly. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Tara, Jurassic Park slash Jurassic Park soundtrack. What do you guys say about Jurassic Park? I didn't really mean to cut you off. No, we, it's our number one. I said a lot about Deedly it. I freaking, I love it. I think that just like when they're going to Jurassic Park and like on the helicopter and they just see it, like you said, the wonder of these anthropologists who are just like, what the hell? Right. And then, like you said, it seems fake but also real. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it could exist. Mm-hmm. And the science checks out. Yeah, the science checks out big time. The science definitely checks out. It has some funny lines. Like it has amazingly funny lines. Hold it has on like to your really butts. great people in, in yeah, hold on to your butts. It has all the um I like the gold bloom stuff. The stuff with like the kids and Yeah, Doctor Grant, Grant you know, just the <laughs> kids. He's, like, he's stuck with the kids, kids for the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he saves them a bunch, mm-hmm. and that's really fun. And then the raptors show up. Then the raptors show up. Oh, my god! And gosh. that's about all she wrote. Once they show up, the movie, like, changes to a horror movie. It's nuts. It, it's crazy. But, like, seriously, that T-Rex scene so is good. so scary and so good. Yeah, the first time the T-Rex shows up and just smushes, smushes the car, the car and, and the girls in That's, it. like, one of the most intense. So there's that scene, and then there's the scene where... The raptors show up inside the building yeah. from then on. Those two scenes are like buzz bonkers. Yeah. And then as they're like leaving, you just see the T-Rex like snatch the uh, other dinosaur out of the oh. air, doesn't he? <laughs> the raptor, Tara. Oh, it's, a it's the raptor. That's right, the raptor. <gasps> the rapper, yeah. So, the velociraptor. I'm the velociraptor. I said raptor. I'm a Velociraptor. I'm trying to come up with some lines. I'm not a real rapper. I'm a Velociraptor. Um, honorable mentions for 93. I actually thought 93 was one of the harder ones as far as yeah. movies and TV shows go. Album-wise, there was some okay stuff, um, but nothing touching touching uh, the soundtrack for Jurassic Park, and I really love Siamese Dream, and plus what it means to us. So other than Doc, Dak not making honorable mention, Tara, do you want to do um, some, some, some movies that you thought? Yeah. There were so many yeah. movies. Like... Dazed and Confused. Yeah. The Sandlot. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. It was a good time for sports, kids' sports movies, kids' movies in general. Um, 
Doubtfire. Miss Doubtfire. Free Willy. I thought that Free Willy's really good. I didn't put it on my Groundhog list. Groundhog Day. Anyway. Groundhog Day is an amazing cool movie. Cool Runnings. Amazing movie. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound I didn't even oh see. Oh my gosh. Hocus Pocus. I thought that was going to be on your list for sure. And I think it'll be on Miranda's if I had to guess. And Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2. Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny. I have that too. I missed Sleepless it. in Seattle. The Three Musketeers. Did I say that? Because I love that with D'Artagnan. You ignored Sleepless in Seattle. That's a great movie. I don't to really watch care with them. for it. We grew up watching with our mother. You're an asshole. I'm telling mom <laughs> that you hate her. True Romance. True Romance, yep. Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Mom loves Tombstone, that Tara. Rudy was 93. Rudy. We'll get to that later. Demolition Man slash Cliffhanger. Stallone had a huge year. Loved both of those movies. And I think that's all I had. Oh my gosh. Those are good movies. I forgot movies. about Rudy. You don't love Rudy, do you? No, no, no. I'm for later. Oh, I got it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, TV shows, I'll go first. Okay. <clears throat> Boy Meets yes. World's a monster. Definitely going to be on Miranda's list. I think she'll have Hocus Pocus and Boy Meets World. <clears throat> I had to guess. Power Rangers I had twice for some reason. Um, Rocco's Modern so Life. Good. It was actually my favorite. I'm surprised they didn't make my list, but it was actually my favorite of those movie of those Nickelodeon mm. shows. I loved Rocco's Modern Life. As a <clears> it was girl. nuts. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! That's one. Saved that by the. They tried to remake and did a terrible job doing it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was like adults, and it was terrible. Yeah. Saved by the Bell, the college years, mm-hmm. which blew my mind that it came out that early. I thought so too. I'm like, I was what? like, what? I thought they were like twenty. 20- Ten years old, at least. <clears throat> Bill Nye, the Science Guy. Yep. Monday Night Raw started in nineteen ninety three. I actually thought that was going to make my list. I'm surprised it didn't. I was obsessed with wrestling in the nineties. Stone Cold Steve Austin, those boys up through the nineties. I wasn't really watching. I will say this: Raw. I wasn't started. I didn't watch in ninety three. I was watching WCW at the time. So there you go. And then Conan, I had. So what else you got for that? You hit all of them. Oh, okay. Sweet. I don't have any other things for that. So what else you got? I've got some music. Yeah. Our Dr. M. Womp. Yeah, I, I forgot we, to put that back on there. I did see Womp. So I was like, eh, I love it, but no. Also, yeah. did you know the song, What's Going On? by Four Non Blondes is called What's Up? Really? Yeah. I didn't that know came that. out in 93. Nice. That's a good song. Loser by Beck. There was a lot of good songs. I just was like lazy and I ran out of time. I'm going to be honest. And then um, going to be at 500 Miles. Like, uh, Great song. So, that was like Great such song. a 93 song. Great song. Inventions. The only other one I had that we haven't talked about is Sprinkle Spangles. It was a delicious cereal that I loved. I, I, was, I didn't find a bunch of good stuff from that year. No, that there was not much. And then the last thing I had is Penny Hardaway was a rookie and I just loved Lil Penny. You, Lil Penny? Yeah. Sure. You couldn't have Lil Penny without regular no, size penny. No. So I'll give you that. <laughs> so just to get Lil Penny you had to have a bit because I don't know when Lil Penny came out, but I, I don't either, but Big Penny. Maybe not that year. Anthony. Big Penny came out. Anthony Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Cool. He was a stud. He was a stud. He was so good. So good. So that was our nineteen ninety three list. I think we really bolted through that. We, we did, did a good job with it, honestly. So that puts us to our final bit of the evening before we go to emails, and that is our worst dads yeah. in movie history. Our top five worst dads oh, I in movie we're doing history. Ten. Um, 
I only have five. Okay, then I have to. <laughs> I must. Have, I have to rethink my. Um, just do the top five. I know. What do you mean? But <laughs> it was hard. I, is, let me see how many I put. I only had seven total, but I didn't even feel good about some of them. Okay, let me do some. Stuff. I think some of mine are pretty good. I'm gonna kind of do a little bit of. He, so here's what I'm gonna. I'll while you do that, I'll say here's kind of what my you. I didn't. I didn't tell Tara I was doing this. So she may have different things, but here were some of my rules. I didn't use any stepdads or like, you know, dads that weren't like actual blood fathers. Okay. I didn't use anything that was like a dad from like a fantasy or something like that. For instance, like um, Harry Potter or something of that nature. Everything I use is is from like, is like a human being, like just like a bad dad. That did a bad job of being a dad. Okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Mine's going to be a little bit different. Is. But. Hold on a second. Do what you're going to do. I got, I fucked up. I don't know what this says. Who is this? All right. I got mine down to five. Oh, I figured out what it is. Go ahead. What is your... Or do you want me to go first? You can go first with yours. Since you have some backups. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, my number five worst dad... My number five worst dad in movie history is going to be... Now, he's technically worse than all of these people. But he just was like... No, no I'll save him for later. <laughs> He's going to be my number one. My number five worst dad is Daniel Rudiger. Rudy Rudiger's dad. Dan- Rudy's dad was he such a piece sucked. of shit. He had he didn't give Rudy any chances. Nope. Rudy was off at, um, at Notre Dame going to school, and he didn't give him any fucking credit for no. it because he couldn't see him play football. He wasn't on the football field. He didn't see him on Saturdays when he watched Notre Dame, so it didn't count that he was going to Notre Dame. Exactly. And the rest of your stupid fucking family worked at that stupid fucking plant where Rudy's best friend died, yeah. and his fu- your and your other son is fucking his girlfriend because like he didn't want to get married instantly, instantly before Christmas even happened. And then when he comes home for Christmas and finds it out, no one even tries to stop him from leaving. leaving. Like, yeah, and you didn't even get up out of your chair to say hello to your son, you fucking bitch. He's the worst. Fuck you, Daniel Rudiger. Daniel Rudiger. You didn't care about your son even a goddamn no. bit. All you cared about was your football, your college football team that you never even like, you're not even from the same town. Yeah. Like what? And your son was literally on that team and he was help- practicing yes. with him and helping it, them get better and he was a part of the team and the only reason he wanted to do was because you're stupid yeah. ass because he grew up with a dad that loved notre dame and he so wanted, he to, make wanted to make his dad proud he wanted to make you so proud. And you weren't and you weren't even proud when you went to the psalm at this you didn't even, you were just happy you were at the notre yeah, dame game like, oh my gosh and, at the, and then after he made the play you're like that's my fucking son like you had anything to right? do with that fucking son you basically told him to like he was at the you went to the bus stop like don't go because uh-huh. you're not getting him out to shit yeah Yes, you're a bad dad. A you might even dad. you might even move up my list from five to four to three to two to one. We'll see. <laughs> Daniel Rudiger. You do suck. Tara, what do you got at number five? <laughs> so my number five bad dads is Peter McAllister. Ooh, good one. I was I wanted something like that. So I, yeah, why is he a bad dad? Peter Tara? McAllister is a bad dad because for one, 
everyone is so mean to Kevin and he just like lets it happen. He doesn't really care. You know, he's just has this big ass house and he probably is never with his kids because he's working all the time. And then they go on this freaking vacation and Kevin's not there. They're all the way in Paris and he's kind of just like, whatever. He doesn't really care. Like the mom is he's not even trying no, to hustle home. The mom's like freaking out. Is like, I can't believe mm-hmm. we did this. And he's kind of like blaming her, it seems like, oh, don't worry about like almost like like it will be back. It, it we'll be back. Like it's gonna be days. fine. Like, don't we're it's fine. It's the kid's fine. like six years old. Yeah. He's a tiny little kid who's left home alone. Or is he eight? And I He's seven, seven or eight. But regardless, like the two of them should be trying to get their asses back home. Together. Their kids can stay there in Paris because they're planning on being there anyways. Listen, yes. Both the aunts yeah. and uncles are, they have two sets of, of aunts and uncles to take care of them. It's not a big deal. Not everybody has to go home to get Kevin, yeah. but you two should have just spun around and got on a freaking, done everything. Anything. Anything, anything and everything. She was like, trying everything and you're just like, Babe, we gotta go. We 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 can't do anything here. And you're seven year olds yeah. at home, and you can't get a hold of anyone. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? As bad as a mom as she is, she's a bad, she's mom. A bad mom. She fucked up twice. Yes, but she at least tried. Yes, he's t- horrible dad. Terry, you're wrong. No one ever. They always talk about how she's a bad mom, but they never talk about he's a terrible father. I know they never Doesn't say give a that. Fuck. Like she and I feel like he kind of just blames her too because it's the woman's job to make sure all the kids are where they should be, not the man's job. And then she's just feeling guilty up front, like, oh, we're, you know, we're just in first class and the kids are back yeah. there and he's like so what they're living like they don't care like whatever we get all this free shit and they're back there but it's not a big deal right. bad dad bad dad and then in this well the second one too he's really shitty it's like he cancels his fucking credit cards because he sees that yeah. it's been used well don't you think kevin used it or at least look right. into that before you cancel right. it and have everyone like think that you know he had your wallet exactly he had your wallet because you maybe you the- should be looking into that like hey right and instead but- you're like canceling my credit cards yeah not a good not a smart guy no <sighs> my number four bad dad of all time in movie history they're bad these are bad dudes yeah i'm gonna go with I don't think you've ever seen this movie, Tara, but I'm going Gil Renard, Gil Raynard. I'm not sure how to say the last name from the movie The Fan, starring. Uh, why is my brain not working? <laughs> Help me out. I don't know it. Robert De Niro. Oh. So Robert De Niro. If you don't know this movie, Robert De Niro is like an obsessed fan. Wesley Snipes is a major league baseball player for the San Francisco Giants, and he's obsessed with him. And he's like calls on like radio stations, says like crazy shit. He's a piece of shit. But he's also the divorced dad. And he's such a bad dad. So there's one scene where his son's at baseball practice. And he comes and like makes the stepdad's there and rooting him on. And he makes a scene because he's like acting like the coach is throwing too hard. And that's why his kid's not getting hits. You know, it's just because his kid's a little puss. <laughs> no, his kid's just a little guy. And he's like struggling. But he, he's like, so he actually starts a fight, tries to start a fight with the coach, and then he tries to start a fight with the stepdad, or I don't know if it's even his stepdad, I don't remember, but he, and he makes a scene. So that's one scene, it's really bad. And the kid's like, the kid even was like, dad, just, he has a restraining arm against oh, him before God. this. I was like, dad, just, 
the mom comes out and there's a big fight. They're both handling really bad. And the kid's just like, just go. Just go. So he goes. Um, and then later in the movie, he takes him to a Giants game. Lee, he takes the Giants game, but realizes he has like some, I think, I think he has like a, he has like, um, an interview or he's trying to, he sells knives or he's trying to sell, he has like a sale to try to do. And he just leaves his, his kid's like seven. Aww. He's like Kevin McAllister's age and he leaves him at the game. He's like, I'll be right back. Never comes back to get him. Just abandons him at the game. And then later in the movie, he kidnaps Wesley Snipes' son. <laughs> it's a crazy fucking oh movie. God. It's called The Fan. It's fucking nuts. But he's a terrible dad. I was going to, because there's a couple guys I didn't put on the list because they're trying hard. They're trying really yeah. hard. But his trying hard was like so psychotic that it made him a very bad dad. So, Robert Deere from The Fan. What's your number three, T? My number three. No, my number four. My number f- oh yeah I my first. number four bad dad is the dad from American Beauty. Yeah, um, that's my number three as well. Perfect. We have, he or, so you're four nine three. He's just a trash bag of a human, just in general. Yeah, and then yeah. he is pretty absent to his daughter, but he yeah. is like obsessed with his daughter's best friend and is just yep. a fucking creep. best friend yeah friend friend stretch <laughs> bad friend bad friend she's a, bad, she's a friend, bad friend but it might be her best friend yeah. her only friend um and then tries to f- to sleep yes. with her and have sex with yes. her and then stops himself only because she finds out she's a virgin yeah. that's the only reason he yeah. stops he's like well but it's his daughter's best friend yeah. and he's like yeah i'll bang her and he's like oh my wait. daughter's upstairs yeah and he's like oh wait I thought she was a skank. She's going to suck at this. (laughs) (laughs) He's a terrible dad, terrible terrible husband, terrible, terrible terrible person, terrible worker. Like when he dies at the end, like when I was a kid, like, oh man, I can't believe they killed him. Cause like my brain, like I didn't really totally get on a super young. And as I watched him, like, God, I'm happy he died. Yeah. (laughs) Cause he's a sucky person. Uh They're a terrible couple in general. Not good parents. uh, Really bad dad. Really bad dad. Uh, is Lester is a uh, Lester Burnham? Yep, Lester Burnham. Lester Burnham. S- Lester the molester. Lester the sucks. molester. Terrible. Trying to bang like just always jerking off about yes. his daughter's friend, oh, and then so tries gross. to have sex with her, and it's like, dude, you suck. Yeah. Smoking weed with the neighbor high school kid. kid. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool. At Not cool. Loser. Okay. That's loser That's... energy. So you already have my three. So what's your three? So my three is. Maybe controversial. Okay. Because I would say some people would say this guy's a good dad. We'll talk about it. And I picked Mrs. Doubtfire. Ooh. Well, I know I know the take that he's a bad dad. He, I didn't put him on here. But to me, but I do know the he take. is a bad dad. He is a bad dad. He's not a he good dad. shouldn't be seeing his kids. And like regardless if that is okay or not, that's not in question. It's how he then goes into – be their nanny is manipulating them is traumatizing the kids once his son sees him peeing and is like and then he like says that he's the dad and it's like what the hell and then they gotta lie they have to lie to their mom about knowing that it's their dad yeah and it's so messed up 
on so many levels. He's a really bad person yes. in that movie. He is. And yeah, he wants to see his kids. When they take away his rights at the begin, when they first take away his rights, I don't know if that's necessary. Warranted. Right. I will say that's maybe probably not warranted from what happens. Right. I'm like, why is his, are his rights taken away? I don't know. It's like he just like couldn't wrong. keep a job. So we all, and then it's, you know, there's Robin Williams and he's charming and it's funny. So we all think that it's like, oh, it's funny. Yeah. He's really a, a crazy person. Exactly. You know what he's doing, and what he's doing is fucked up. It's super fucked up. I didn't pick him. It's a, it is a thing that people talk about and is an internet thing people talk about. So I kind of avoided it a little bit. I didn't know people but that's talked fair. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like talk about like how he's a real monster in that movie like have you ever seen the horror movie cut of the trailer no that sounds hilarious yeah, though well then like she good. the mom like is basically like the kids love you and even though you're a psychopath and we're in my house with me not knowing as like someone in a costume like yeah you should watch our kids now because they love you <laughs> Yeah, it's a bad movie. It's a bad message, that movie. Really bad message. Um, I was going to go one way, I'm going to go a different way. So my number two worst dad in movie history is Mr. Uh, Curran. I don't know how to say the last name, but it's Jenny's papa and uh, um, Forrest Gump. Jenny's dad is a really, really... Bad father. I mean, this is the darkest one. He's like a, you know, he sexually assaults his daughter and things of that nature and beats her and things of that nature. So he's really an awful human being. He's not going to be number one on my list because this other guy's more of a monster to me. But number one, or number two is Jenny's dad in Forrest Gump. He's an awful human being. Yes. And he sucks. This is not that fun of a category, (laughs) but... <laughs> it sounded uh, but more yeah, he fun sucks. last week when I well, was, I thought we. But I, had I like, mean, it's not bad. I had my COVID, uh, like delirium. Well, not everything has to be delirium. perfect. Not everything has to be perfect. So anyway, yeah, we can agree that he's bad, yeah, though, right? He's bad real dad. Bad. Cool. We don't have to talk about that no. anymore. He's a bad dad. Clearly a bad dad. Who's your number? My two? number two bad dad is the dad from Get Out, Dean Armitage. Ooh, yeah. He is a I like bad that. dad because he's like the mastermind of it all because he's the doctor and he's the one that's doing the science experiment on these people. But he brings his whole family into it and he's a bad fucking dad. Well, it comes from his dad. His dad started it all. That's right. It's like a, or is it her dad? Are you sure he's the leader of it? Well, he's the doctor. She's the one. She's the one the that, woman can like make them. Uh, yeah, I think she might be. She drugs saying, them. Who, I think she, I think she's the ringleader. Um, I think because like I think she's like the one that makes it all happen. It's like she makes sure everyone's like. I think she probably hypnotizes them all. And think it's an okay move. <laughs> she seems like a crazy lady. He's a bad dad. I'm not saying he's not a bad dad. He is a bad, a bad dad. dad. That's a he's great a bad dad. movie. I think it's great movie. Bad dad. Bad dad. Got his kids acting like real pieces yeah. of shit. Using his daughter. His daughter as the, and sons abducting yeah. um, black people to so he can put white people's souls in them, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy movie. It's a great movie. It's wild. My number one, Tara, beating out Jenny's father. My number one worst dad in movie history. Do you know? You have a guess? I don't know if it's the same as mine. No, guess. 
know because then I would guess mine. All right. Well, mine is Dr. Leo Marvin. Oh, my God. Dr. Leo Marvin is such an egomaniac. His kids are such kind people, and he oh is such a piece of shit obnoxious turd to them. He is. Thinks he's better than his anyone in the world. He's not just a bad daddy's bad everything, but he's a bad dad. He's a bad dad. And he wants to pretend like he's a good dad, which is like even worse. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a great, I'm a great dad, dad, but you're I, actually the worst I dad. I, I'm here for you on this summer break, kind of. But I want you to die, but only if I'm the one that teaches you to die. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to throw a little baby hissy fit when this nice man helps you learn how to dive. <laughs> nice. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to show you how to not treat strangers and how to be a rich boy and be in TV. I'm a piece of shit. I'm Dr. Leo Marvin, my number one worst dad in movie history. I think that's pretty obvious. I don't know how that's not your number one. I went with a more obvious one. <laughs> Who is it? I went with Jack Torrance from The Shining. He, I did. I didn't even have him on my honorable. He mentions. is a mass murdering dad who, because mm. even before he, he goes to the house, he abuses. He's not a great he dad. Abuses his he has son. Demons. He does have. He demons. has some demons. He's got. But it wasn't like he beat. It wasn't like he beat him. He like fucked he up and hurt his arm. Roughed him up. Yeah. He roughed him up. But I don't know that he's. I don't know Tara. I think that's. I don't love that as a pick. I I avoided him because I didn't. I I thought about it. But I don't know that I agreed with it because he's taken over by the, the house. The house is the reason okay. Then I will change it. You my can keep it. One... Just, my argument is my argument is that he's not that he is. Well, I'm picking it that there's one. outside forces that affect. He's not just like a shitty person. He's like affected by his environment like immensely. Okay, I'm picking a different one. Okay. My number one worst dad. Yeah. Is Jack Burns. Jack Burns. Jack Burns. Who's that? From Meet the Meet the Meet the Parents. He's not a bad. Oh, dad. Oh, he's a bad dad. What? He's a bad dad. He's yes, not a bad he dad. is because he yes agree. because he's Let's he's doing like mind f's to his family. Like he's sure. part of the CIA and he mm -hmm. doesn't tell the truth to any of them. He only wants it his way in the like the guise of like he's just trying to protect them, but he's not protecting them. He's sure. fucking them up. He's, he's fucking little, up their he's relationships. He's got a little Dr. Leo Marvin in yeah, him. He's got a little Dr. Leo Marvin in him. Their relationships. He's like his daughter loves someone and finally has found someone that is like caring sure. and a good guy and he basically turns her away from him and makes him a, just like lose his mind because he has he can't live up to this standard of o Owen Wilson. Like what? Like that's the guy or who he right. is, or even who he himself is. Right, that's who you want him to be no, with. Right. And right. then when he I'll like goes and meets his family and like they're like loving and welcoming people, and he's like treats he them like shit. Idiots. He thinks they're idiots. He thinks that right. they aren't smart. That oh, his, his dad's a lawyer, but he's just like a environmental lawyer. Like that's not not even anything. That's like being a nurse compared to a doctor. He's shit. Sure. Mm-hmm. You're right. He doesn't bone his great wife pick. enough. That's rude. That's how you pick. That's a great pick, Tara. Thank you. That's a great pick. Way better than Torrance. Torrance is Tara. That's a scary. Movie. He's a. He's. You're right. Got Outside forces. Outside forces. There's a reason I avoided things like like. There's some dads that I could have made the list. I think that's a great pick. Some honorable mentions I had, but again, I avoided them for similar reasons. I had Darth Vader 
as honorable mention, but I feel like it's the same thing. Like the dark side, like came into him, and in the end, he saved his boy. Yeah. So I give him a pass for that. In the end, he did the right thing by saving his son. He had to. And I think the dark side was so. It he was manipulated him. so much by the dark side, just like Jack Torrance was manipulated by the devil, yeah. in whatever that house was. So I give him the pass. On, I didn't. I didn't put him on the list because I just think the other people are just like actually just bad dads. Um, and then the other one I had that probably should be on the list, but it just wasn't something I grew up on a ton. But it was Matilda's dad. Oh yes, Harry he was on my honorable he's just a, mention. He's he is a bad dad. He doesn't even know his daughter's age, but the he's bad dad. He's the a bad only dad. like redeeming quality is like yeah. yeah. You can go and live with Miss Honey. Like, I'm not. Because <laughs> he's such yeah, a bad dad. Exactly. He's like, yeah, fuck out of here. But if he was a worse dad, he was like, exactly. no, fuck that. So that's like the only You're good thing here. is he was like, fine. And he's like, okay. Then get I don't have to deal with you. Um, I also had dads? Vernon Dursley. I know you said like otherworldly, but with him, he was like a muggle in it and he was just treating Harry like bullshit, not giving him a room, not celebrating him, treating yeah. him like trash. Um, yeah. So. I didn't pick him because he wasn't a dad. Oh, because you like said a stepdad or like an uncle. He was like yeah, an, he yeah, was an yeah, uncle. Yeah, just that he was just the caretaker. Yeah, you're right. That's the same reason I didn't pick some other yeah. things. But yeah, I get it. He was a bad stand-in um, dad. Yeah, he was a bad. Uh, um, what am I blanking? What's it called? Um, caretaker person, not caretaker. That's not what they call him. Guardian. Per guardian. He was a terrible guardian. If we did guardians, the list might be different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an and then, but that, from the same movie. But again, I didn't pick it because it was like fic, like the way it is. Is Draco's oh, dad yeah. is a real cunt? He's terrible. Like a really bad dad. Probably should be on the list. Oh yeah, he's so bad. What's his name? He has it. What's his name? His name is Lucius Malfoy. Lucius, yeah. And he yeah, is Lucius. He's a real piece he's of a shit. Real, real piece of shit. Real piece of shit. But there's, a, I feel like a lot of that, and like a lot of villains have bad dads. Mm-hmm. Another dad I didn't pick because I was just like, I struggled. He's like was because he's just, he's a bad dad, but it was in Friday Night Lights. Um, what's his name? The country music singer's a really bad dad in that, and he like won't give his fuck leave his fucking kid alone because he fumbled the ball. Oh. Uh, Tim what's his name? McGraw. Tim McGraw, yeah, mm-hmm. bad dad, bad dad in that movie. Well, for all you dads out other... there, try harder. <laughs> try harder. We got any other dads, Tara, that were bad dads? I don't. Oh, I put the guy from Frailty, but he had demons, so. Again, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't pick him because to me, he was just like, he thought he was doing yes. the right thing. Like, he felt like he loved his children very mm-hmm. much. I didn't think he was a bad dad. He just was crazy. Yeah. He was just a crazy person, you know? And he got his kids. His kids killed him. Yeah. His kids killed him. So, uh, yeah, bad dads. Bad dance. I thought that was kind of fun. I liked it. Should we? Uh, no. Should we? What? Should we do bad bombs? Just kidding. Another time. Another time. Another, time. another please. Another time. Another. Was there anything from 1993 that you're surprised you hadn't seen? Um, no. 19. Really? Yeah. None of those things I said you you'd seen yep. them all. Cliffhanger. Yeah, I hate that movie. Are you try to no, I've not seen it, but I refuse to see it. You refuse? Yes. True Romance. You did yes, see? I've seen that? Demolition Man. Wesley Snipes, Sly Stallone in the future. I think it's like amazing. I think so have you seen I it? Think so. Huh? I think so. 
I think we saw the theater with mom, to be quite honest. You just saw Rudy recently. Rudy, Rudy. Yeah, that's the thing is you've, I've gotten you to see some of the, we're kind of in that range where they're the things I first started having you watch. We're like right in this range. So I don't really have a movie for next week. We should come up with something for next week other than 1994, to be quite honest. Next week um, is our, is next week our Valentine's episode. self? No, next week is the Super Bowl, though. We can do no, something like next Super week is Bowl not related. the Super Bowl. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. Oh, two weeks. Not next week. Next, next week, week we will we, be yes. doing the Super yes. Bowl. We'll be talking Super Bowl. Soupy season. Because it'll be that weekend. Super Bowl season. Uh, I don't have anything. We can come up with some stuff that maybe that people won't know we're going to yeah. do, and we'll surprise them with it. Um, we'll think about something fun. Because we don't have a movie, and I can't find anything from 93 that you haven't seen um, that you need to see. And you refuse to watch Cliffhanger for some fucking reason, even though it's only that one scene. Yeah, I don't. And then it's awesome after that. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, she says. Mm-mm. You've already seen that scene. What's the big deal? You can skip that scene, Tara. Then it's just a fun movie on a mountain. Then it's just a bank heist on a mountain, basically. It's a lot of fun. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You want to do some emails? Sure. And then we'll get out of here. It's already an hour 40. Let's be fast. Holy shit. We do this too long. We had a lot today. We did have a lot. We only do it once a week, so. Melon Fights emails. We have two emails. I bet you know who they're from. I do. From um, Jeannie. It looks like Miranda may have updated hers. Jeannie. Hello, Melons. 1992. Yes. Moved to Oregon and also the only Thanksgiving we ate out at a restaurant. I don't remember that. Do you remember eating restaurant out at a restaurant for Thanksgiving? I do, I, I, don't remember I do, that. I think. I don't remember it. Interesting. But yeah, that's when we moved there. The Bodyguard, Whitney and Kevin brought the heat and great music. League of Their Own, she drops it on purpose. She definitely doesn't drop it on purpose. You don't know comp- com- competitive at all. She does not drop it on purpose. She was a great sister and very secure and meant more to her sister. She didn't care. She was a winner. Mm-hmm. Her sister was an idiot. She didn't even like her She hated her sister. <laughs> She didn't drop it on purpose. No. Worst dads. She did worst dads. That was her 92. That was her whole 92. (laughs) That's all she gave us. Number five, frailty dad. We don't agree with you. Creepy, but she she might have went with... uh, She went with the the dark side. She didn't really think about him too much. The Shining, Jack Torrance. Yeah, I get it. He's a murderer, but the demons took him over. Radio Flyer, Tara said that. Actually, the stepdad called him the king. Oh. Yeah, he was a piece of shit, but he's a stepdad, so I didn't yeah. use him. Star Wars, I'm sorry, Strikes Back, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. I don't know. I don't know. He actually, I when I rewatch it, he actually instantly is like, hey, come with me. I want to be your dad. Yeah, come He doesn't actually try to side. kill him. He never really tries to kill him. He wants him to be his guy. And then he did a, she, mom did a movie or a TV show. She did Succession, Logan oh. Roy. I know it's not a movie, but come on, I had to call him out. Yeah, he's a bad dad, but there's worse dads on TV than that. There's a really bad dad in um, Lord of the Rings. There's a lot of bad dads, by the way, in uh, Game of Thrones. Tons of bad dads in that. Piles of them. We can just do five worst dads from that. But in Lord of the Rings, I think Return of the King, one of the dads is like, one of his son dies and he just treats his other son like shit, basically, and like, it's a real piece of shit to him. I can't think of his name, but. Number three, top things to do in the snow. Drew, you forgot one. 
run the Melvan into a snowbank until you crack the radiator <laughs> or is the engine block. Mm. Yeah, I cracked the radiator and then the engine seized. Yeah, I ruined it. My bad. <laughs> but it was the funnest. I ruined my car, childhood, my high school car doing that. Mine, jumping out of the hot tub and rolling in the snow oh, yes. and then back into the hot tub. That mm-hmm. is fun. That is a good snow thing. Two building forts, good call. Mm-hmm. Three sledding down all the, our road all the way to grandma's. I've never believed that that was a real thing. I've never seen it happen, but you think they really made it all the way there? Maybe. It just doesn't it all seem downhill? that much of a... It just doesn't seem that... Maybe it's slippy, right? Yeah, I, never, I guess it was icy mm-hmm. enough, maybe. Thought you might enjoy that when you said this about Jimmy's and jo- Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's, that you were referencing kisses and hugs. Huh? Oh, she thought that when we're talking about X's and O's, oh. she thought kisses and hugs. <laughs> oh, nice. So glad you checked yourselves. I had an email ready to say, what the fuck, where's Martin Short? On your list. Yeah, Martin Short's yeah. awesome. Hope you enjoyed recording. Love you, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Thanks Jeannie. And then Miranda sent us um, a couple emails here. Uh, the first one, 1993. Hi, Melons. Top five shitty movie dads. Why did I think it was top ten? <sighs> I'm going to give... She gave me a... I'll do it like this. Number five shitty... I think I told... I don't know. I think I maybe said it, but I said maybe back down to top five because it just seemed hard. She went with Harry Wormwood from Matilda. She went with Lucius Malfoy from Harry Potter. Both good picks. We talked about Darth Vader. Uh, Dr. Evil is a good pick. I thought about Dr. Evil. I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. He is just a bad dad. He's a bad dad. He treats his son like shit. He loves his mini He treats his little (laughs) mini me way better. That's a good one. That's actually really a good one. And then Jack from The Shining. You know how we feel about that. I talk Tara out of it. I think she agrees with me that it doesn't really count. The fact that Tara had never seen my cousin Vinny both blows my mind and makes me jealous. That she got to watch it for the first time. Such a perfect movie all around. I grew up with, obviously, Vinny is amazing. But Lisa is my favorite character in every scene. If Tara didn't like it or honestly has anything negative to say at all, you may lose a listener. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. I, too, forgot about Martin Short. I'm redoing my list. She has Martin Short, number one. Steve Martin, number two. And Martin Sheen, number three. I just love that she's a Martin I Sheen gal. Well, I, I only included George R. R. Martin. I think <laughs> it's because Frank, Grace and Frankie probably... Or does she not watch that? Oh, I forgot he was on that. Is he on that? I didn't know that. Only included George R. R. Martin in my last list because I was trying to stay say a name you two hadn't said yet. Got it. Number five ninety three, Hocus Pocus. Yep. Boy Meets World. Yep. Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, yep. And then the nanny. The nanny. People do love the nanny. We were in a nanny family. And then Jurassic Park. But I look. She was actually like. I go back and look at that. She was like a babe. Full babe. Her voice was annoying, but she's a full babe Uh in that show. Honorable mention, Dazed and Confused, True Romance. Oh, I'm sorry. Her number five was Jurassic Park. I don't think I said it. Honorable mention, Dazed and Confused, True Romance, Groundhog Day, Homeward Bound. You can tell her I make her watch movies with me. (laughs) True Romance, Dangerous and Confused. Rookie of the Year, Iron Chef, Bill Nye the Science Guy. What a Man. Good song. This one almost made my list. Shoop. I'll do anything for love. Snackwells. I will do anything for love. Almost made my list as well. I forgot to yeah. put on my honorable mentions. Snackwells devil food cookies what? before they change the gross. recipe to whatever crap it is today. Is hmm? it gross? Yep. And then the Food Network and Beanie Babies. I didn't know the Food Network started mm-hmm. that year. I didn't know quite a Excellent. few of those things. Yeah. Uh, I knew most of them. I didn't know. Uh, and then she said, I forgot a really, really bad dad. And she put Jenny's dad. Uh. Forrest Gump to number one. And then so Jack Torrance got bounced. All right. All right, Tara. 
have a Tuesday. Have a Tuesday. Stay dry. Stay dry. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Melon, Melon fights. fights. Long episode. Very long.